Blog Talk Radio.
I'm sorry, I pushed the wrong button there. How you doing, Pastor? Okay, I've been doing good. How about yourself, Brother Lewis? Uh, just, just, just having some problems with uh, social media. I got hacked, lost about seven thousand people. But besides that, I didn't lose a loved one. I didn't lose a limb. It was just social media. So besides that, I'm all right. Oh, praise God! Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. We are. You know, we are. And you know, I, I have some things on my mind uh, aside, or I shouldn't say aside from, but along with the message today. And it just seems so, and, and, and you know, I, I like to have your take on it also. It seems so unusual, it seems so unusually out of place that a people who have been given as much as we have been given by God in Christ should ever lose. We should always be victorious. He has given us power over everything. And I'm, I'm and I'm trying to figure out why is it that we live so defeated when we were made and created to be all powerful. And my job is to do as much as I can to try to get that question answered and get the word into the hearts and the minds of God's people so people of God do not have to live defeated lives. And when I speak, I'm speaking in general because I know that there's defeat in the life of every listener. This life that we live is a battlefield. Yes. But the yes. beauty of it is, is that we've been given the victory in Christ. So we don't have to lose the battles. We don't have to worry about it. We are more than conquerors. And, and all we have to do is learn to believe. Yes. If we can learn to believe God's word, amen, this thing would be a whole lot more enjoyable. I'm talking about this life than what mm -hmm. it is. We have the ability to actually enjoy a life that equals heaven on earth. That's that's what God has given us. And if we would just simply receive it that way, make God our priority, praise the living God. Seek God's face, as he says, and make God our priority. We will begin to see things and enjoy a life, amen, much more in line with the way God created us than what the people of God and the world is experiencing right now. The world is in conflict continuously. Yes, it is. Yes. The world is trying to battle things that are not even the world's battles. These things that we battle are not even our battles. You know when it's your battle. When it's your battle, you know when it's not your battle. It's not your battle when you know you can't do anything about it. Right. But right. it's still there. Hey Amen. I needed to. I needed to hear that what you just said. That is deep and powerful. You cannot control it. Why are we still battling it? That's so true in my life. But go right ahead. It's the truth, though. You can always tell That's when it's your truth. battle because you, you can always tell when it's your battle because you can't do anything about it, and it never changes. It gets worse. Yeah. And, and 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 like the Bible says, this battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. Exactly. Exactly. So I need to been, learn that. And so we've been so we've been wrestling and and trying to fight and 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 fight God's battles, and the battles are not even ours. And we exert Amen. so much time and energy fighting battles Amen. that don't belong to us 
things yes. that are out of our yes. control, things yes. that are out of our realm. Yes. Yes. And, and we and we uh, need to we need to be we need to know when to lay that down. And we need to know that. we we need to we need to learn how to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm taking that. I am receiving this right now. This early, this the beginning of of the of, the, of, of fellowship in the Word. I got a message. Amen. Thank you. I needed Praise that. God, hallelujah. That's that's what we're here that. for. And that's what we're here that. for. And and, and 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 you know, you might be able to relate to this too. You know, and you're dealing with people, and I know you deal with a lot of people. Some you know, some you don't know. Some you yeah. see, some you never see. But you're dealing right. with them by virtue of your uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes you feel a heavy load. You feel oh, heavy God. load. And, and yes, it's not sir. always because you have necessarily a heavy load, but the people you're dealing with and the folks that you have uh, uh, committed yourself to may be going through things sometimes. Ooh, and a lot of what pastor, you know, pastor. Is spiritual. <laughs> you were talking to me today. You're talking to me. I know you're talking to thousands of people out there, but I am receiving this morning everything. Just what you just said is another I can relate to. Everybody a lot else of what we go through is spiritual. It's not even, and you can't figure out why you're feeling so bad. Yeah. And so many times oh. it has nothing to do with you. Oftentimes yeah. it has to do with those who have been committed to you and those who you have committed yourselves to, amen, through ministry or through occupation. Lord, 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 thank you, Jesus. This is hitting me right in the face. What we have to to learn to do, and and I'm sure you'll agree with this, we have to learn to also turn those situations over to the Lord and then let the Lord direct us because because we, we were not made to carry everybody else's heavy loads. We were not made to carry our own heavy load. Praise the living God. We right. were not beasts of burden. We were not created to be beasts of burden. We were made beast to be kings and priests. Mm-hmm. Praise the living God. Praise and so the living God. Amen. And, and, and so what we're so what we're living we're living in a way that we were not designed to live in. Praise the living God. You know they got a lot of they got a lot of animals and beasts that that, that walk around and they all have four legs and they, and and they have a back, but you wouldn't put the load, amen, that's supposed to be on a horse's back on a kitten, because the kitten was not designed for that. Exactly, I get your point. So what we have to do we have to come into the knowledge of who we are, and we're going to be talking about that shortly. And and and, and we're gonna we're gonna have to start learning to properly identify ourselves because we have been operating in a form of identification that's not ours. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let me pray so Amen. I can get into the message. And, and, and I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord for you today. And and you're making my life a lot easier right now just by receiving this. Oh, I'm receiving it. Whoa, this is this is here. I needed to hear what you said. Father God, we thank you today for your presence in this place. And we ask that your spirit lift us all up, Lord. We ask you to move by your spirit and cause us to know and to realize, amen, what the spirit is saying unto the church. We ask you, Father God, to help us not to take things personally, but to realize that you are speaking to us by your spirit. Have your way in this place today, Lord. 
and if we can and if we can be edified personally, amen. If we and if you can be glorified, amen. We just need you today like we've never needed you before. Have your way, Lord, in these lives, in these hearts, and in these minds. Speak to us, O oh God, your people, as we submit ourselves to you, as we yield our will to yours. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the living God. Hallelujah. So much, you know, so much of what we go through is because we, as a people, refuse to yield our will to God's. We're trying to tell God how we were made, and he's the one that made us. (laughs) Yes, yes. But we're substituting. We're, we're, we're substituting, and in the process, every no one is winning. Everybody's losing. But we have to we have to know and understand that when it's, when when times get tough, we have to learn and understand to put them in God's hand, and and, and do it without shame. Say, Lord, I put this in Your hands. This is this is much too much for me. I can't do anything with this. This must be Your battle. And, 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 if, and, and if the battle does belong to you, the Lord will lead, guide, and direct you. Proverbs chapter 3 talks about that in, 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 in the clearest detail. And we need to understand Proverbs 3 and verse 5. It's a favorite because it simplifies things and it makes life a lot easier when we do it. Trust in the Lord, it says. With all your heart, and you know, you know, if I don't go any farther than that, I, I just want to take a good look at that because that's given us instructions that are beyond measure. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Have you ever heard of someone trusting someone just partially? I kind of trust them, but I kind of don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, kind of trust them, but then I kind of don't. Well, if you kind of trust them and kind of don't, that means you don't trust them at all. That's right. And so we're told in this scripture to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not into your own understanding. Please, people of God, stop trying to figure it all out yourself. Amen. You, You weren't made to figure it all out yourself. Praise the living God. We have God. And when we trust in him, lean not into your own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him. That's every conceivable way we have. That's not just some of the ways we have, and I'm going to leave the other ones alone. God don't need to know nothing about these. God knows about the ways that we have anyway. So acknowledge him in, in them, and he will direct your paths. And, you know, I say that, and I'm not mocking anyone, but a lot of people do tend to try to keep things from God as if that's possible. You can't keep anything from God. God knows about it before you do. <laughs> He's so right. He, God won't know. He, 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 he won't know about this. No, 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 no. Acknowledge him in all your ways. That shows God something. That first shows God how much you trust him. And secondly, it shows God how much faith you have in him. And it also shows God your obedience, because that's what he's telling us to do. Because, And one thing about obedience to God, when you obey what God 
tells us to do, when we obey, I'm going to say we, when we obey what God tells us to do, it always works out 100% excellent. There's no need to modify it. That's why he says lean not into your own understanding because when you lean to your own understanding, you tend to want to modify things, customize things, make them fit your situation or your standards. And God is not calling for us to do that. He's calling for us to lean not into our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. I was reading the scripture the other day in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 42, in verse 6. And it reads, and it reads as follows. It says, whether it be good or whether it be evil, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God, to whom we send thee, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. No matter what the situation is, no matter what God tells you to do, even if it don't seem so good to you, even if it seems evil to you, obey God anyway. Do what God says do. Take what God says take. Don't take it if he says don't take it. Don't go if he says don't go. Do whatever God says do. Do whatever God says do and do do it how God says do it. Because he knows more about the outcome than we ever will if we don't. Amen. Obey God. He knows more about everything. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He created everything that is. And he knows the end from the beginning. So he can always tell us, amen, what to do with the knowledge of what the outcome should be. Whether it be good, it says, or whether it be evil, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God, to whom we send thee, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord, our God. Praise God, hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28. Praise God, hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28. And, you know, I'm finding out that conditions, are conditions, conditions in our world, socially, politically, personally, Conditions in our world have become so bad that we need to stop trying to put God last. It's time for people to get up with God on their mind. It's time to get up and live a daily life, amen, putting God first. We have to seek God first. Don't say that, don't have an attitude, uh, I'll get some God once I get through with everything else. When you put God first, he'll make a way for you to do everything else. Praise the living God. Deuteronomy 28. And we, and, we all, and we all can take a lesson from that. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass. I like the way God speaks in his word because he doesn't leave any room for doubt. Amen. How many know doubt is a curse when it comes to God's word? Yes. Yes. He leaves no room for doubt. He says, and it shall come to pass. That's a guarantee, my sisters and brothers. That's a guarantee. It shall come to pass, and we're talking about, we're talking about listening to God's voice. 
if we hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God and to observe and to do all his commandments, not the ones that you like, all of them, everything he tells you to do, whether it be good or whether it be evil, praise the living God. Like it said in Jeremiah 42, and, 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 you, and you know God is a good God. He's not going to tell you to do anything that's going to give you an evil outcome. Praise the living God. But he says, but he says, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and observe and to do all of his commandments, all of the commandments which he commands thee this day. Can I help somebody with something? Learn to live one day at a time. I'm not saying it's not good to have a vision for the future, but if you really want to perfect things, work on them one day at a time. God has given us instructions daily, and we have to perfect, we have to obey those daily instructions. You, 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 I mean, come on now. You, you, you can't plan on succeeding tomorrow if you have not obeyed today. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, 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 and so he says, observe and, observe and to do all the commandments which I command thee this day. This day. Right now. Even as we speak. I'm telling you, whoever I'm talking to, you're in the right place at the right time. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Because you're finding out what God has to say to us on this day. He said, and if you and if we can do and if we can observe and, 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 and keep the commandments which he which he has which he has uh, given us this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Period. I don't know about you. But I can't think of a better place to be. I can't think of a place I'd rather be. Because when he sets you on high above all the nations of the earth, he's putting you in the place where he is. He wants you to be in fellowship with him. He wants you to abide with him. He wants you to reside how he resides. He wants you to have what he has. He wants you to be able to put all these other evil situations under our feet. Because when you're on high above all the nations of the earth, amen, everything else is under your feet. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going through needlessly. And the beautiful thing about God is he he knows we're going through needlessly, so he gives us clear-cut instructions in his word how to do what needs to be done so we can obtain and achieve what needs to be obtained and achieved. Amen. If you hearken diligently, you know, that means stop everything. That means focus on what he's saying. Don't that, 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 He's not talking about trying to multitask while he's talking. He wants your complete attention. He wants your whole attention. If you can hearken diligently unto his voice, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is precious. The voice of the Lord is treasure. And we as people of God need to learn to treat his voice accordingly. We need to learn to treat his voice like treasure, like something precious. Like, like hold up, I, 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 I'll get with you in a minute. I hear the voice of the Lord. And I've got to pay close attention. I've got to hearken diligently when I hear that voice. 
It's a voice that means something to me. It's a voice that's going to make a difference in me. And I've got to pay close attention. We all do. We all need to hear his voice. Just the idea that someone as high as he is is even speaking to us is amazing. Praise the living God. He wants us to hear something. So we have to hearken, listen diligently, closely unto the voice of the Lord our God. And when we do, he's going to give us information, amen, that's going to enable us to be set on high above all the nations of the earth. That's over the difficulties, come on now, the situations, the trouble, the issues that the world, amen, that the world is, is, is facing. He's going to put us in a place high and above that. Praise the living God. He's going to reposition us because that's where he wants us to be. That's where he is, and that's how much love he has for us because he loves us so much, he wants us to be where he is. I don't have church by myself if y'all don't watch out. I mean, when I say that, I mean, I can get happy just thinking about that. And don't be and don't be upset if I just start shouting. Shout. Amen. Because, because, because God's love for me, God's love for us is so much that he wants us to live like he does. He wants us to live where he lives, how he lives, and what he lives. He wants us to experience victories and not defeats. He wants us to be blessed. And not only does he say, not only did he say in the scripture that, 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 he was set, that he would set us on high above all the nations of the earth, but the very next verse talks about how blessed he wants you to be. He says, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Now let's be for real. Especially those who think they don't have time to hear the word of God sometimes. And, and it happens to all of us, but we really have to make sure that God, praise the living God, and, and, and God is our attention. God is our focus. Because he said, and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. I don't know anybody that's offering to bless me that way. And I know some good folks. I know some really good folks. But I don't know anyone that's so good, amen, and so able that they're offering me a situation where all these blessings will come upon me and overtake me. Praise the living God. You couldn't run away from the blessings God is trying to give you. They will overtake you. They will chase you down and overtake you. You'll be blessed beyond measure. And there won't be anything you can do about it when you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. I don't know about you, but that's the way I want to live. Amen. I want to live that blessing. I want to be so blessed, amen, that the blessings overtake me. I'm not shy. I want everything God has for me. And all I have to do is hearken diligently unto your voice. And observe and do all of the commandments that you command me this day, and you'll set me up on high above all the nations of the earth. That's where I want to be. And all these blessings shall come upon me and overtake me. That's how I want to be. Amen. And that's how God wants us to be. And, and, and guess what? Guess what, church? We are not in God's will until we do. Because anything God wants you to do, that's his will. 
That's his will for us. It's his will for us that we be set on high above all the nations of the earth. Otherwise, he wouldn't be offering it. It's his will that we be blessed and overtaken by blessings. It's not his will that we be broke, busted, and disgusted. It's not his will that we be sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's not his will that people are, are, are experiencing sleepless nights. It's not his will that people are going without. It's not his will that people are living, praise the living God, beneath their privileges. But it's God's will that we live on high, where he lives, above all the nations of the earth. He wants us to live like he lives. He wants us to live where he lives, praise the living God. He wants us to establish a heavenly mindset. I like this I like the scripture in Colossians 3 where it says if, if, you, if, you, if, if we be therefore risen with Christ, we have to set our affections on things above where Christ dwelleth. And, 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 and that's how we're supposed to do it. We're, we're supposed to start thinking heavenly. Our desires are supposed to be heavenly. Our thoughts are supposed to be heavenly. We can enjoy a heavenly lifestyle on earth with the right mindset. No, this is not a crazy man talking. This is someone who believes in God. Yes. And I believe every word God says because he wants us to experience something much greater and much better than we have been. And he's, and he's, made, it, he's made it possible for us to do it through giving us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. We have no excuses for not experiencing his best. When he has already given us his best, now all we have to do is receive him by faith. And like the Bible says, walk in him. Praise God, hallelujah. Some weeks Amen. ago some weeks ago we were doing a, a series and and, 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 it, and I didn't stop it because uh uh the series wasn't good, but we were talking about identification. Knowing who we are how we are, what we are, and where we are according to God's word. Praise God. And then, and then since then, I've added one additional element to that because not only do we need to know who we are, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit today, we need to know whose we are. Amen and amen. We need to know whose we are. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Because because how many know you're not your own? You've been bought and paid for with a price. So we now belong, amen, to God. And if you don't know you belong to God, then you'll be trying to take responsibility for everything that's going wrong in your life. The one who owns you. And we're talking about God in this case. The one, because he has made it possible for you to be bought and paid for. And I'm not talking about to enslave you. I'm talking about to set you free. Because who the son is set free, and he's the one that paid the price, and who the son is set free is free indeed. So your freedom has been bought and paid for. You no longer have to live a life in bondage. You no longer have to scream and cry out, let me go, let me go. You've already been made free. And not just free, but free indeed. Real, real free. 
Praise God, hallelujah. But we're going to talk about, we talked about, we talked about who we are. And for those of you who follow us during the week, amen, we began this series some weeks ago, and, and, and I was so energized by it, I couldn't wait to get an opportunity to pick back up on it. But we talked about who we are. And then some weeks ago, even on Sunday, we talked about where we are. Because if you don't know where you are, guess what? You're lost. And we don't need to be lost. We need to know where we are. Praise God. And we need to know who we are. And this week, we're going to talk about whose we are. Amen? Go, go with me, if you will, to Second Chronicles, one of my favorites, beloved scriptures. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. God is identifying us. He's letting us, he's letting the whole world know whose we are. Hallelujah, someone. And it begins, and God is speaking. He says, if, if, if my people, that tells you who we are right there. We are God's people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We belong to God. Amen. Amen. We, we belong to God, praise the living God, and everything connected to God, amen, is applied to that. Because belonging to God is not like belonging to someone who can't do anything for you. Belonging to God is not like belonging to someone who can't help you or bless you. When you belong to God, amen, he's going to divinely maintain your life if you allow him to in every conceivable way. So he says, if my people, talking about us, which are called by my name, good God Almighty, yeah, you can check your driver's license and see whose name is on it, but I, I, I'm coming to tell you today that you can change that because his name should be on your driver's license. If you drive, you are called by his name. That's how he recognizes. That's how he knows us. And that's how he wants the world to know us. He wants the world to know us as his name. If my people, he says, we're talking about whose we are which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. That's what we need more of, saints. How many agree with me? Amen. Prayer, Amen. prayer is so powerful. Prayer is so powerful that if people really understood the power of prayer, you couldn't stop folk from praying. Prayer changes everything. Prayer can change things, amen, that a whole army couldn't change if they tried. Amen. One prayer to God can redirect things and change things that seem to be impossible. And God will make a way out of no way just because we pray. Yes, he, so he says, if my people, identifying you now, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Amen. You know, it requires humility because when you pray, you're calling on someone to help you. You're on your knees. You are on your knees asking, not begging, but you're on your knees and you're, and, and, and you're making a request for the one who you belong to to do something and make some changes in our lives. Amen. We need God. 
And sometimes we need to get down on our on, on, on our on our hands and knees before God and say, Lord, this is yes. how bad I need you. And I mean sincerely. Amen. Amen. Because we need to Amen. turn some things around, Lord, and there's no one that can do it like you. There's a song yes. people sing, and it says, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Amen. There are things that only God can do. And we have to and we have to get down, amen, and, and, and ask God. He said, and if my people, which are called by my name, and, and, and he's making it easy because, because I'm not hard for you to approach when you recognize our relationship. When you're my people called by my name, you will have no trouble whatsoever, amen, getting my attention. You have no amen. trouble whatsoever getting my time and my efforts. Because I'm letting you know how I feel about you. Now let me know through prayer how you feel about me. Praise God. Hallelujah. If my people, which are called by my name, will simply humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then, it won't take him long. He says, then, at that time, Will I hear you from heaven? My Bible says, will I hear from heaven? But he said, will I hear you from heaven? And I'll forgive your sin and heal the land. I will heal your land. I will fix your situation. I will make that trouble go away. I'll make the crooked places straight, praise the living God. I'll fix whatever it is that's troubling you. But you have to do it the way I'm I'm prescribing you to do it. This is a prescription. And all we have to do is do what he says do. Observe and do all that he commands us. And watch God heal the land. I don't care what it is. I don't care how bad it is. God is willing to fix it if we simply do what he says. Amen. We have to know who we are. Because 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 whose we are makes a big difference when it comes to God. Because because the love God has for us is not like the love any human being can have for you. Praise the living God. The love God has for you is a divine love. It's high. Yes. Praise the living God. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. We talked about who we talked about who we are. And when we talked about who we are before whose we are, we found out in Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 4 that not only is God divine, but we are partakers of the divine nature. Praise God, hallelujah. So we too have a part in his nature. And you know he doesn't mind that. Praise the living God. He just said, he just said you're his people. So if you if we are his people, called by his name, then if he's divine, then we have to be divine. Otherwise, we're not his people. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We have the same nature as our father. His nature is divine, and he's trying to introduce us to the divine nature. When he gave us Jesus Christ, he was introducing us to the divine nature and having the divine nature because prior to Jesus being here, 
people didn't, man didn't think man could have the nature of God until they saw it in Jesus. And once they, and once we saw it in Jesus, we couldn't deny it because we could see it with our own eyes. A man, praise the living God, a man who thought it not robbery, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Jesus was so confident in his relationship with God, and he's teaching us how to be the same way. It's hard for some people to grasp this, I know, because they've been taught for so long it's wrong. But anything Jesus teaches you to do is not wrong. Everything Jesus teaches us is right. Wrong is the yes. wrong are the ones who are opposing him. I don't mind saying it. Wrong are the ones who oppose him. Right are the ones who submit to him. And if Jesus does it, it must be right. And Jesus said these words. He said, I and my Father are one. Yes, yes, Praise yes. Praise God, hallelujah. Yes. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He had no difficulty making that assertion. And the reason he had no, no difficulty making it, because he knows it's the truth. Yes. And Jesus said these words in John chapter 14. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man yes, cometh to the Father but by me. So when the truth, amen, speaks, it's nothing but the truth. He can't speak anything yes. but truth, not because he tells the truth, but because he is the truth. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Praise the living God, hallelujah. And we want to get to that place. And so God has given us Jesus, his only begotten son, as a pattern for us, amen, to change the way we operate. And he gave him to us in the flesh. He let us see him in the flesh operating this way. Knowing, amen, that it was causing those, amen, who had a spirit of, of unbelief and the spirit of man-made religion to come against him, but it didn't stop him. It didn't stop him from saying what he, what he is, because you can't stop the truth from telling the truth. Yes, amen. Praise the living God, hallelujah. The truth has to say it. I and my Father are one. I'm not, he's not saying that I eat. I can hear him now. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to show out. I'm saying it because it's the truth. <laughs> and so when we realize, amen, just how true that is, and when we understand just where we are positionally as it relates to God through Jesus Christ, we'll be saying the same thing. The reason yeah. most people are not saying it is because they don't believe it. And, and the reason a lot of people are not saying it and not believing it because no one is there to teach them. Because you just you, you just you just don't you just don't hear everybody tell you, Amen, that you and God the Father are one. Religious minded, I mean man made false religious people. They count that as blasphemy. That's what they told Jesus. It was blasphemy, they said. And they picked up stones to stone him for even thinking that way. He said, he said how, how can you, being a man, making yourself God? That's why we're stoning you. Because you are just a man. You're just like us. You got skin. You got hair. You got, you got everything we have, but yet you're making yourself God. And Jesus had to explain to them, amen, just whose they are. 
chapter 10. Go there with me, please. It's time for us to rise. It's time for us to rise in the shine. It's time for us to be the light of the world, praise God. God sent Jesus to show us, to help to help redefine us so we can get a whole new understanding of who we are in him. Praise the living God. Not, not so we can be ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it's the power of God under salvation to all who believe John chapter 10. I'm going to ask my wife to read that for me, if you will. You know the part I'm talking about where Jesus was, where Jesus is speaking. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to inconvenience. I didn't mean to. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 30. I and my father are one. Now, 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 what led, now, what led this, what led to this was, he was in conversation uh, with some of his people. And in verse twenty-seven, it says, "My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me." That's what we're supposed to do. If we are the sheep, if Jesus is our shepherd, and we are the sheep. We're supposed to hear his voice and follow him. We're supposed to know his voice, and wherever he goes, that's where we go. I, I don't know if you all know what follow means out there in the world, but follow means wherever he goes, that's where we go. Follow means whatever he does, that's what we do. Follow means however he thinks, that's how we think. Follow means whatever he says, that's what we say. That's what it means to follow. That's what it means to follow. That's what it means to follow Jesus. Yes. You're not just following him around, amen, and, 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 just, and just observing and taking notes. You're actually doing what he does. That's a real follower. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But, 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 then he says, but then he says in verse 28, go ahead, Rosie, and I give... And I give unto and I them, give unto them eternal, life, eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Look at that. So you never have to worry about, you know, we, we always hear this song about, about people asking Jesus not to let them go or not to, or, or somehow, somewhere, you know, you know not, he, you, you, no one can pluck you out of his hand. Not once it's been determined, amen, that you are his sheep. He's not careless with his sheep. Jesus is not reckless with his sheep. Jesus, Jesus is going to hold on to you. Amen. He may not, she may not, they may not, but Jesus will. Praise the living God. My Father, Amen. my Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Glory be to God. And then he goes on, and he makes this statement in verse 30. He says, I and my Father are one. Amen. Walk in the average church and say that about you and God. And see if the ushers don't give you your hat and, 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 and take that fan back out of your hand and tell you to get on down the road. You're not welcome in here. I and my Father are one. 
And I don't have art against the church. I'm just saying the average Christian is afraid to speak that way out loud like Jesus does because they don't have the same conviction. They don't have the same knowledge. They don't have the same understanding as he does. But he said it assuredly. He said it with blessed assurance. I and my Father are one. We're the same. Praise God. We're the same, and I'm not ashamed. Hallelujah. And, and, and how, do you, how, do, how do you expect to do, amen, the works of, his, of your father if you can't claim identity with him? you got to identify with him. You can't do the work. You can't experience the power that he gives you if you're somewhere in the distance. If you don't believe me, ask the prodigal son. Praise the living God. And we'll talk about the prodigal son one day because it's the opposite of how God wants us to be in relationship to him. He doesn't want us to be distant. He wants us to be up close and personal, real personal, so personal that like Jesus, he says, I and my father are one. You can't separate someone that's one from someone else. Amen. I'm one with my father. I'm one with my father. I'm one with my father. I and my father are one. You want to see some miracles take place in our lives? Start claiming to be one with God the Father through Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus Amen. said, no man can come to the Father except by me, and he, and he made himself an offering so we could do just that. He offered himself. He gave his life on the cross so we could. And my question is, why don't we? Why aren't we? Why are we living the way we do? Why aren't we walking, amen, in that oneness with God that he paid the price for us to do? We have been reconciled to God through Christ. Amen. We're back together yes. again. We're no longer separated. We're back together again. We're one with him again. Now we can claim, now we can state it, I and my father are one. The religious, the religious uh, people, they didn't like that because when Jesus said, I and my father are one, it says, then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. I love Jesus, though, because, because he, he, didn't get, he didn't get mad about that. He didn't say, okay, y'all come on and stone me and watch what I'll do. I'll, 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 I'll. No, no, he didn't do none of that. They picked up stones again to stone him. He just used it as an opportunity to preach the word of God. He said, go ahead and read, go ahead and read that for me uh, in verse 32. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I, get, have I showed you from my Father. For which, is those, which of those works do you stone me? Right, because... Because I just told you I and my father one, so you can't stone me without stoning my father. You can't stone me without stoning the father. So, so all the works I've done, all the miracles I do, I've done many great works, amen, uh, that my father has given me the power to do. Which one of those works are you stoning me for? Are you stoning me for causing the blind to see? Are you stoning me for making the lame walk? Or maybe you're stoning me for causing the dead to rise. Praise the living God. Or maybe you're stoning me because because I heal because I'm able to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And that's the place God is trying to get us to. He wants us to get out of sorrow and pain. He wants us to get out of misery. He wants us to come out of difficulty. He wants us to start walking in victory. But we can't do it unless we recognize. Whose we are. Amen. 
There's a whole world full of miracles waiting to take place for the one who has the faith that Jesus has to claim 100% total positive identification with God the Father. And he gives God all the glory because he doesn't claim he doesn't claim anything. He's not trying to get a prize for doing anything. He gives he gives God the credit for doing all the works. Praise the living God. He's not trying to get a prize for it. Amen. He's given all the glory to God the Father. The works, amen, that he did. He said the works that he did, amen. The Father has done the works. Praise the living God. We have to learn from him. We have to learn to walk like him. We have to learn to talk like him and think like him. But above all, we have to learn whose we are. And he's made it plain, amen. He paid the price, amen. He paid a price for us to be, amen, reconciled back to God. And now we belong to God. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, and I'm closing, then will I hear from heaven. Right then, at that time, at that moment, it won't take long. I don't have to. I don't have to prolong the time. All I'm waiting for you to do is get in line. And at that moment in time, I'll hear from heaven and forgive your sin and heal the land. No matter what kind of healing we need in our lands, and all of our and all of our lives are lands. And no matter what type of healing or what type of deliverance or what type of fixing we need God to do, he said, I'm willing to do it, amen, when you do what I say. He's a wonderful God, and he doesn't make it difficult. He gives us clear-cut instructions on how to receive his best. And if we want to be blessed by his best, all we have to do, Brother Lewis and callers, is obey. God bless you. Amen. 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 And amen. Anyone out there have a a prayer request or have anything they'd like to uh, ask Pastor Cooper? Uh, the lines are open. Just go right ahead. Yes, Pastor Cooper. This is Camille. Amen. God bless you today. Amen. Um, I have a uh, an aunt who passed away, and um, her children are taking it really hard and I'd like to ask if you could offer them some peace for what, what they're going what, through what, what, uh, what, I, what, what I will do is pray is pray God's peace upon them because in John 14 Jesus says peace I leave with you so they have peace and they're going to get their peace and, and if you like I can agree with you and go ahead if you have more you want to say go right ahead that, well, yeah, the peace, I I really wish that for them because she was the matriarch of their family, and they're um, they're really grief-stricken. I know they're going to have peace, and I just want to thank you for giving them the Lord's word with that peace. Thank Praise you. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and, and we thank the Lord right now because God wants us to have peace. That's why he gave us his only begotten son, who is the prince of peace. And so Jesus yes. said, peace, in John fourteen twenty seven, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace, he said, he said, my peace give I unto you. He said, not as the world giveth give I unto you. He said, let not your heart be troubled, 
and neither let it be afraid. And right now, I pray that prayer, prayer, I pray that scripture over your nieces and your nephews and, and anyone else associated with that family relationship that they can receive Jesus Christ's peace right now because it's not like any peace that we've ever experienced. It is a divine peace. And we pray that over them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And we declare and decree that it will be well with them once they come to realize, amen, that she's in good hands. And we thank amen. the Lord right now for them, for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that amen. prayer request. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Will we have anyone else there? The lines are open. If you're uh, on the phone now. Yes, Pastor. Uh-huh. Go right ahead. I'd like to piggyback. Uh, good morning to you all. I'd like to piggyback off of what uh, Franklin said. Before you even began teaching formally, you said so much that was very impactful for me, and I appreciate that. And then about the fact that, you know, when we are in situations which seem impossible to us, we need to hand it over to the Lord, and that just spoke volumes to me. And then to have come around to the end of the formal lesson to say, when we know whose we are, I believe it's more difficult to do that in a natural way. God, this is for you. I cannot handle this. That knowledge of whose we are will help us to do that more easily. Hallelujah. Um, I don't want to take much more time, but I have a praise report for someone that we've been praying for over time. Um, John Caldwell Amen. received the, the uh, news that his cancer is in remission. And praise he acknowledged. He Amen. It's all for the prayers because he knows that it's God's prayer, that our praying that has really helped him through this situation. Praise and, God. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah, you know, and if there's ever Amen. any doubt, if there's ever any doubt that God can do it, that's a testimony right there because because no matter how bad it is, God can turn things around. And I'm celebrating yeah. that with you right now in the name of Jesus. That's my sister. And I thank God for your testimony. And I thank God for your words. They encourage me. Praise the living God. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. And I just want to let you know and everybody else know that I work for God. And everything I do when I'm when I'm when I'm on the calls or whatever, I'm representing him in the way that I that I feel like I best can because when it comes to God, you only want to give him your best. And and when you do, Amen, I assure you that you will receive his best. Yeah. He said all these yeah. blessings, sister and, and sisters, and I'm talking about all the sisters and brothers. He said, and all these blessings will come on you and overtake you. That's a blessing right there. Yeah, thank you. Praise Lord. God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Would there be any more? Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. See how prayer changes things. Prayer makes a difference. Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I I just wanted to piggyback on what your sister said. That smacked me right in the face about being a beast of burden and taking on everybody's problems that I know that's in my life. I'm trying to do so, so much, and uh, I can't do it, you know. I'm leaving it all to God. And um, before we go, I've got another caller here. Uh, 626, Marshall, did you want to say anything? I can only 
Oh, good morning. Um, I unfortunately missed a service, but um, I just, just need continued prayers for my son. Amen and amen. Thank you. You may have have missed the message, sister, but you called in just in time because we've just concluded that so many burdens are not ours, but they're the Lord's. Yes. And when there's nothing we can do about them and we try and we've given it our best, we have to hand it over to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you. I'm on my knees in prayer to you. I need you to do what I can't do to do what I've tried to do, and to do what I want to do. But for some reason, I just can't seem to do it. But I know you can, because I know the Bible says that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Right now, Lord, I yield that power to you right now. Yes. And when we pray that way, amen, things start happening because it's not that he's, it's not that our, uh, not that our people that we're interceding for are unsavable or unhealable, but we just have to learn to let God do it. I believe that's the message for the day. That's the underlying yes. message for the day because yes, when we realize who we are, why don't we just go yes. ahead and let who we are take care of yes. our business? Yes, yes. yes. Lord. Yes. 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 Amen. 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 Thank you. I need and we're all standing in agreement with you, amen, dressed in wearing yeah. probably different clothes. I got on a pair of house shoes, and I'm speaking to you, but don't worry about it. They, I, they're isotoners. <laughs> I'm wearing some flip-flops. I'm wearing some flip-flops right now. And some yeah, Bermuda shorts. Short, and Bermuda yeah. shorts. Uh-oh. It's, it's too wintry for those, but as the wind who knows what, what, what would be going on. But we're standing in the gap, praise the living God. We're in all yes. kinds of things, but we believe in our God. Yes. And we know for a certainty, yes. amen, that he's able to do the things that we can't do, speaking of Sister yes. Marcia. Yes. And if we would just simply allow him and submit ourselves to him, even with our children, especially with our children, yes. God will make a way. Amen. God will make a way. He'll make a way, praise the living God, and he'll, and he'll provide a miracle that you'll never be able to stop talking about. Yes, I Amen. know about those miracles. Amen. And he's willing to do it right now. Amen. Why don't we just stand in agreement with you right now and, and believe God that he's going to do just that. Yes. And we're calling it done by faith. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. yes. Amen. 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 It's God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week right here. 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 on the East, and 1 in the Middle. Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper. See you next week. I could only imagine
Good home. 